everybody, thank you for tuning in to my broadcast, Keeping It Real with Caramel. As we say, 100. I got Damon on the phone. How are you? I am fine. How are you, Caramel? I am awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Today is Friday. Today is Friday, right? So you can't get no yes. better. You know, this is the weekend is coming and it's time to relax a little bit and just enjoy the weekend, right? Yes, of course. I love Friday. Sometimes I get off early, so it's truly a blessing. You are right. This is the greatest day of the week for the most part. Yeah, exactly. So I know you <laughs> do a lot. You are multi-talented, and that is awesome. So tell me about your fourth yeah. book, Living, Loving, and Leading. Well, Living, Loving, Leading is just, I guess, a comprehensive analysis of my life serving in different leadership positions and just everything that I gleaned from it. So when we look at the format of the book, the first part deals with living, of course, which is finding your life as far as your identity, finding your purpose. I, I call it answering your who, which is like your identity, and then fulfilling your what, which is your purpose. And I think that's the those are the key components of life. Even if you don't get all the millions and billions, if you can find who you are and what you're supposed to do, you'll really be fulfilled and satisfied with life. So we deal with that, finding your purpose and identity, and then as well as just learning about the mind, spirit, soul, and body, how they're all connected, how they're all separate, and how they function. Then, of course, the next part of the book deals with the loving. We're talking about, we're talking about loving yourself, loving your creator, loving everybody else, loving your neighbor. If, you're, if, you're, if you have a spouse, if you're married, then loving your spouse. If you're a parent, loving your children, and just loving everybody. Then, of course, the other part of the book, or the final half, final third of the book, deals with leadership. And we just give information about leadership structures and different components of leadership. I call it the 10 laws for leading and each of them end in T-I-O-N. So like communication, you know, visualization. And I just break down those components and elements that are critical to anybody who serves in a leadership role. And then we deal with what we call the golden goods, which are the great characteristic and traits of leaders. And then we also deal with the fatal flaws, which are those things that are detrimental to anyone who's in a leadership position. But uh, it's a really great book. I've been getting a lot of reviews and everyone who reads it, you know, for the most part, love it. But uh, yeah, it's and not, not only that, it's interactive too. So that's a plus. Awesome, yeah. awesome. It sounds like a good book. I need yeah. to get, purchase that book myself. So when, so when you was younger, <laughs> do you have the love and inspiration that you speak to others about? Well, when I was younger, I think my aspiration, I always tell people, is just to be a role model. And so I was inspired to do that, especially for our culture, our community. And I think with that being my goal at such a young age and aspiring to do that, I've really achieved that goal, even, you know, beyond what I even expected. God has just blown my mind with all that he's done. But yes, I was always inspired and, uh, one, you know, aspired yeah. to be just a positive role model so that kids can look up to someone they could follow, they could point them in the right direction and lead them on the right path. 
and I just thank God for the opportunity to do that and then just to have the different gifts and talents and avenues to be able to do it but I think the underlying theme of everything is just you know being living right uh, you know, um, being honest, having integrity, being professional, trying to operate in excellence and just just being a man of my word and, and just um, a, a good representative for God. But yes, you are awesome. Awesome. So I know you are very passionate in your books and your blogs and your music. So I know that you yes. want to send a positive message. But was there like you always been that positive person? But there is there any way like was there any time that people was like you too positive? <laughs> well, actually, I haven't always been this positive. <laughs> yeah, we we rewind and go back, and I, I do have a past. I had some issues there way back in the right. day, but I I, I I had an epiphany or, or an experience, and a divine experience, a supernatural experience, and since that time my life just dramatically and drastically changed right. and you know I've always had the positive mindset and wanted to do something but I always say before then I really didn't have the power and the the ability really to do it but after having that encounter with God and just my life changing I just was empowered then to walk on that straight path and to be positive and really confront myself you know right. uh, battle my demons and, and get the victory over the things that were bothering me as I was growing up the different generational curses and issues that I struggled with and through the grace of God I was able to do that and it's, of course it's still a journey it's still a fight I fight every day but just having that mindset that I'm fighting from a victorious standpoint and then I that I can overcome and I will overcome if I put forth the maximum effort and I think that's what people have to understand. There is an effort. There's a work and a war every day. And when we wake up, we have to be prepared with the mentality that I'm going to conquer all, that I'm going to be positive, that regardless of what's going on externally, internally, I'm going to still be inspired. I'm going to still be happy regardless of what's thrown my way and what happens. And I think if we have that mindset starting off each day, then it really makes a difference. And that is so correct because you have to wake up with a new a new look of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you yes. don't wake up in a new look of life, then you can go repeat yourself all over again. You know, what you did yeah. before. Yeah. And I totally agree to you about that because they, what they say, they say that you never go to bed angry and you never wake up angry. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You have to deal with that, you know, like you said, before you retire at night and when you arise in the morning. And that's why to combat exactly what you're talking about, I always encourage and teach people to utilize, you know, if you're a person of faith, you can use um, holy text scriptures. But if not, just get some affirmations and some positive words right. and you speak over you speak that before you go to sleep that that way it's in your spirit as you're asleep you know your subconscious right. and it's just marinating in there and then when you arise that's what you wake up to and like you say that's what is that's why it's critical to, to do that at those times to meditate on those words and the positive things so that you can sleep well and then you can arise with a, a good disposition and a positive attitude and that is so true so true i know that you give advice mm -hmm. on relationships do you use it on yourself yeah. as well? 
Of course. <laughs> and I'm serious. And you know, that's an advantage when I, I analyze a lot of people. And of course, I'm not critical and judgmental, but I, I just pay attention. And a lot of people who give advice, that's the the shortcoming, is that they don't use it. And I'm always amazed. I'm just looking at Oh, wait, you, 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 you're telling everybody this, all of this, but you're not even using 10% of everything you've given. And that's the ironic, ironic part when it's so powerful. But it's like, dog, if you just apply just a little bit of what you're yeah. telling me, your life will be tremendously different. But I think that's one advantage I have. It's like the things I use are proven strategies because I implement them. Or if, if I'm not currently implement, I'm implementing them, I've implemented them in the past, but but they are proven. And yes, you know, I, pra- I preach what I practice, you know, because I, I do it first, then I'm able to share. And really, that's the, the, the key element of understanding is when you put it into practice and then you, you're able to articulate your knowledge and wisdom. But a lot of people, they just give advice on a knowledge basis, which is they might research it, they might hear it, (laughs) but they don't really understand it. And so it's a concept that God gave me. It's called ingestion, digestion, regurgitation. In essence, you ingest it first, you digest it. In essence, you, you let it get within your innermost being. You use it. Then you regurgitate it or you give it to others. But it has to be digested and it has to be used by you before you give it to others. Or it should be, I would say. It should be. Because then, you know, yeah, it should be because it's proven then. But it's hard for me to tell you, you know, how to succeed, how to be a positive role model, how to do all of these things. And I'm not even doing it myself. And that's true. Most people do try to give you advice. They be like telling you some things. And then next thing you know, you turn around, you look at them and be like, yo, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what's going on? You just told me to be positive and and be motivated and do all this. But you, you doing something else different. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even go buy it. You know what I mean? I know, and that's that's the thing. I see so many people doing it all the time, and it's just like, okay, wow, you know. And it really, it kind of, it puts a bad light on you when when you do that, and it kind of, it comes across as hypocritical. And that's why I try to make sure the things I'm telling people. I'm doing my, I'm doing it myself or I've done it, you know, and I think that's the key to, to being successful at giving people advice is that when you, when you model it, then it's easier for people to glean and to actually follow in your footsteps. You know, back in the past, I know when I was growing up, they would always say, do what I say, not as I do. Right. But as I always teach people, no, people are going to follow what you do more than what you say. And that's true. And that's why if you practice it. Yeah, that's it. You get that visual, yeah. you know, and that that's that's the um that has the greatest influence. Yeah, exactly. People get that visual if they can hear you say something, but they won't listen. But when they see that visual, they want to follow that visual that is going on at yeah. the time, you know. Yeah. But that's people. Definitely. That's humans. Yeah, that, you know. Yeah. So I that's know I know that you have an EP called Life. So yes, what yes. do Life stands for, and what is a what is it about? Well, life, at first I was just using it, the acronym, and 
the first song on the, the CD, the lead song, which is titled, you know, that's what the CD is titled after, Life, L-I-F-E. But if you heard it, you hear the hook. And that's why I got the L-I-F-E. But I've been playing around with stuff because it has transitioned from an EP to a full LP, whereas I have 13 songs on it now. Because initially it's going to be seven with vocals, but I've added six instrumentals. And so, um, I, you know, life, I was looking at lyrics, instrumentals, flavor, and ecstasy. Then I was looking at lots of interesting facts and experiences. Either or, that encompasses everything that the CD is about. But in it, I'm giving, like, it's storytelling at its finest, where I'm just talking about my life on the, the song Life Itself. I'm dealing with, it's so relevant for now, what we're going through with the pandemic. I talk about, I feel like, you know, we're living in a penitentiary right. and, you know, we all want to set free. Um, uh, hey, if you if you want to, how about exchanging with me, just different things like that, dealing with life's journey and how, you know, we have to take control of life or it's going to control you. We got to throw life or it's going to throw you. And just dealing with those concepts of life, the different things that would go through and then kind of hinting, hinting at a possible blissful afterlife and then you know cruising is just like a very up-tempo funky r&b song where i'm talking about cruising through the u.s going from state to state and that's that was a real good one especially for the summer and then we have america where i'm talking about the the climate of America, things going on, how we got the north side is clean and it's nice. You got the south side is like apartheid and just addressing a lot of different things going on in, in Americans, America's landscape in that song. Okay. And then we have the song Pressure, how we all facing pressure now, you know, the financial crunch and the bills and the issues. And uh, like I say, it's just a really good CD with a lot of storytelling and to balance it out, I put the instrumentals on there. Got some up-tempo stuff, some really different and unique tracks. But yes, it's going to be a pretty good project. I'm really excited That's about awesome. it. That's awesome. It sounds exciting. I want to hear it, honestly. Yeah. And if you need somebody yeah, to help you, with, you. The, with, with the word life, you know, just, just call on me and I can help you with it. Make it sound really nice and smooth. You know? <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. So I know yes, you um you do motivation speaking as well. I told you multi-talent, yes. you all over the place. So oh, thank God. <laughs> so when you so where do you give your motivation speak speaking? Do you go to like prisons or do you go to different like boys and girls clubs or like different organizations that like where do you usually speak at? Ironically, you you started off at the right the the first place. Uh, I I went to I used to I started like at doing a juvenile um, detention facility. I went to for six years. Every Thursday we would have basically Bible study, and you know that's why I used to right. do my speaking and everything there. But uh, I've spoken in a variety of settings, and basically everywhere you name, I've spoken at Boys and Girls Club, lots of schools, uh, universities high schools junior high like I say elementary i've spoken at commencements exercises spoken at business seminars different workshops and sessions the libraries you name it fraternal organizations i've just spoken in a variety of settings so it's and then business you know with businesses entrepreneurs uh different places like that so yes it's 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 just different places of a variety of venues that I've spoken at and I have a great experience with speaking. So my platform is pretty wide, but yeah. 
that's awesome. I may even have you come speak one time here in Orlando. That would be great. Yeah, hit me up. I'll send you, once we get off, I'll send you some info, but definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> so I know you do about marriage and, and parenting and everything, but what do you feel is a good marriage? A good marriage is one, I always tell people, is one where you each party is their whole half, I call it. And what that means is when you analyze the term or, or the, the number of one, just being one, you being one together, the only way we could get at the, uh, arrive at the number one is different, there, there are different ways, but it's normally we would look at decimals or percentages, right? Right. So I always say, if you are your 0.5 and your spouse is his or her 0.5, then you can have that whole marriage. But if you're at point three then the spouse in order for it to make that one and be whole is going to have to be at point seven or 70 percent if you're at 30. if you're at 20 percent for it to be that one that whole then your spouse is going to have to be at 80 percent and as you see if we keep using that scenario and that example the more a person is what a lesser person is given the more the other person has to give to make that whole and what happens it puts a strain on the relationship and of course, the person who's doing the most suffers. And eventually that person gets to a place of look, I'm tired. I'm doing everything. Right, I'm right. doing this, I'm doing that. And you just on you're going along for a free ride. And that's why a lot of divorces are taking place. Because the people, everybody's not coming with their whole half. And so if you're not your whole half, I'm not my whole half, then that's where it is gonna really be a strain because we can't make that whole. But in order for it to work, if a person doesn't bring that whole half, then as I stated, somebody has to do and go above and beyond the call of duty. And eventually that doesn't work. You know, it just drains the person. And that's true. And I think that that's the reason why we have so many divorces today, because people don't know how to be equal. People don't know how to 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 work together. They don't know how to communicate and they Mm -hmm. don't know how. And there's so many people out here cheating because they feel they see Mm -hmm. one thing going wrong with that Mm -hmm. marriage or or if you together as a couple, something Mm -hmm. goes wrong and they be like, I don't like the way they. And then they go out and do something else instead of communicating, letting everybody know, like, this is how I feel. Um, You can't get mad at my opinions and how I feel, but you can work on something to make it better, right? Exactly. Yes, yes. I should be a motivated speaker. Oh, girl, you're ready. You're ready. You're ready to give some relationship advice. (laughs) (laughs) I should be a motivated speaker. But yeah, Yeah. that's how I feel. I feel the same way too. So I know that you um you know how these young teens are in a rush to get to be older and be parents. So Mm -hmm. why do you feel that the kids are age of fourteen and thirteen and fifteen and sixteen are ready to Mm -hmm. become parents? I think it's just a phase that you go through. That's what teenage years is all about. And with me being a parent educator, I always tell my parents that I deal with, look, teenage the teenage years are the strangest in that they're in between adolescent, the adolescent stage or childhood, but then they're also in between, you know, between that and, and adulthood. 
So some days they want to be a child. They want you to, to love on them, to nurture them, to pet them. But then all of a sudden, other days, they want their independence. They want you to back up and get up off of them, you know, because they're in that funny middle ground. But what happens, that's what I'm saying. In some places, they want to be mature. Like you said, they want to have, they want to have their own family, they want to have their own place. They want right. to do, just do whatever. But then, like I said, on the flip side, there are times like, oh, no, nah, mom or dad, I need some money. I need some help. You know, can you, can you take me here? Can you do this? And that's just that funny place that they're they're at. And I know I can recall when I was a teen, kind of being in that same place, just couldn't wait to get away, couldn't wait to get on my own. But then once you do get on your own, and I never forget, I had one cat. He was in college, and I said, "Say, right. man, what what is what is?" He was living off campus. He was he had moved off campus because he was initially on campus. He moved off. So I said, "Man, what if you were to sum up what what is it like just being off campus, being on your own?" He said one word: bills. <laughs> I said, come on, man, give me something else. He said, bro, look, I'm telling you, no, that's it. It's one word, bills. And right. at the time, I couldn't grasp it. But I tell you, as soon as I stepped off that campus and got to the real world, I confirm and validate that claim. It's all about bills. And exactly. And, yeah. and you're, so, you're so right about that because I never, because I saw my mom, how my mom and, you know, how they was paying bills and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was not one of those kids ready to get out there because I didn't gotcha. want to pay the bills. I want to keep my money to myself. Okay. You a smart kid. <laughs> I was like looking at my mom, how she was like struggling, struggling. trying to get her mm-hmm. bills paid. Yeah. Or she was like, every time you turn around, she's like, I got to pay this bill. And you mm. in the car looking at them like bills. And I'm like, I don't want, I don't want to deal with all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not the one. You know, yeah. I want to buy me some shoes and clothes or whatever. I didn't want to deal with bills. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And see what happens though, a lot of times to kids, well, you were smart because you you had a, a, a an understanding and you grasped the concept. But most kids don't think, or even right. if they see the parents struggle, what happens? What they come what comes to their body? Oh man, when I get on my, on my own, I'm not gonna struggle like that. You know, I, right. I I'm gonna budget my money, I'm gonna be making enough. But boy, when they get out there, and it's like, ooh, I see why exactly. mom and dad is struggling. Exactly. Was and th- exactly. I think that's the reason why some 40-year-olds still live with their parents. Yes. You know yes. And look, some go out, and then, like you said, they end up moving back with mom and dad. Exactly. After it's like, look, ooh, yeah, yeah. Y'all were right. I didn't know what I was thinking about. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I know that you have a, I know um, I was looking at your bio, and I saw the rail. Right. Yes. yes the real, so I want to uh-huh. know. Right. So what does that mean? <laughs> you add, wow, and, and you know you you many people have asked me that, and I promise you guys, I said I'm going to do a contest and see who can figure out that name. I've been going by that name. I think about 14 years now, and it was really divinely revealed to me. And it is an acronym. But I've yet to tell anybody what it means. So I'm going to hold to my word and I'm going to do a contest very soon and see who can figure out what it hold means. On. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So you're telling me that you're not going to tell me what this means? I can't tell you not yet. I got to, it's got to be in a contest. <laughs> okay. So what the audience, you see, you see how you're doing me, right? You don't even want me to tell me what things mean right now, but I that's okay. What, I'm going to be in that part of that contest. You let me know when you do that contest. I, I want to know. I am. I promise you I will. I promise you I will. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, now, so you know, at the at the like um, at the end of my of the end of my interviews, uh-huh. you know, I'm, like you say, you're a very positive person. I'm a very uh-huh. positive person. I try to yeah. be a positive person. Definitely. So I like to get because you know everybody's going through so much right yeah. now. Yes, and yeah. I like to give everybody a positive message before we hang up. Yeah. And so I would love for you to give yeah. them a positive message. My positive message is just to find out who you are, what you're supposed to do. As I stated earlier, you know, find your creator, find your purpose. Just know your lane. As I always say, run in your own lane, flow in your own vein and just be original. Explore yourself analyze yourself look at your life because you've been given some previews of who and what you're supposed to become but just get all of those puzzle pieces and put them together and see what the picture is that you're seeing see your proclivities the things that you have a knack for doing and that you like doing and the things that draw you and you're passionate about and pursue your passions there to be different you know there to pursue your dreams and definitely get you a dream as well get you a visual picture of somewhere and something that you want to achieve and somewhere you want to go and then after you get that visual picture which is basically your destination or where you're trying to journey to devise your plan and a scheme and strategy and start taking actionable steps so that you can get there and that's what life is all about without a vision people people perish and that was what solomon said very wise and famous king so get you a vision so you can know exactly where you're going what you're trying to do and start making the necessary concessions in your life and get the necessary plans to obtaining that goal and, and fulfilling that dream Amen, my brother. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so awesome. So let everybody know your social media so they can follow you or if they want to get in contact with you for motivation speaking or coaching or whatever they want you to do for them. Yes, yes. So you can find me on Facebook at Damon, D-A-M-O-N dot Nailer. That's N-A-I-L-E-R. And it's the same at Instagram, Damon.Nailer. Then on Twitter, it's at D-A-R-I-L and the number one. And then I always give my comprehensive website, which is the real D-A-R-I-L dot O-R-G. And if you go there, it actually has all of my social media handles and my other sites. But my book is on livinglovingleading.net. You can go there or you can find it on Amazon. And Amazon also has my other book that I wrote a few years ago, Revelation Rightly Revealed. And as far as music, I'm all over on most of your major digital download sites, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, everywhere. All right. All right. There you go. Look for him because he's so inspirational. He's a multi-talented man. Okay. So I just want to say thank you so much for being on my podcast. Keeping it real with Karma as we say 100. <laughs> thank so, you so much, Caramel, for having me. It's been a blast, a wonderful and awesome time. I thank you for sharing and allowing me to be with you to uh, present me to your audience. But it's been great. Thank you so much. Awesome. Awesome. But don't forget to tag me in when you do the Durrell, okay? Because I need to know. <laughs> I will. And I I'll will. definitely um, send me some things because I do want, maybe want to come, you know, we're going to try to work out you coming here to Orlando speaking when everything is more open, you know, because, you know, Florida is kind of closed right now. You know what I mean? Definitely. definitely. It's trying to open up, but, you know, we still going through some things right now. Yes. Yes. Of course. Of course. Definitely look forward to connecting and getting that done. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. 
All right. And you just take care of yourself. Be safe and make sure you wear your mask. All right. You do the same. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.